0: Five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA, bringing you marketing news and thoughtful commentary every day. Okay, let's get over here. Tom Fishburn this morning, right? Just, just this morning. Okay, procurement and partnership, and I didn't understand what this meant exactly because I was thinking about procurement as like ordering office supplies but then I realized that he was talking about the relationship between uh, being an ad agency working for a big company and getting paid and I've worked with some multi-billion dollar companies and it has been challenging sometimes and I've even had the the surprise of working with usually smaller companies, and getting paid before I asked for it, um, most notably uh, in Fisherman. I reconnected with Chris at, in Fisherman, who was it in Fisherman, years and years ago. And little, Chris probably doesn't even know this story, but we, had, we, were, we were not quite sure how we were going to make payroll. It was Friday afternoon, and uh, this would be back in the 90s and uh and a fedex came and it was from in Fisherman, and we had just agreed to work together i don't know if we'd even signed a contract or anything and um they sent their first payment and fedexed it none of that was required none of it was asked for stanley tam also at um at uh u.s plastics uh, sent us a, or get, handed me a check after we did a we did a, a consulting it was it was he was my first client I think when I went out on my own uh, in 1990 and he said John you probably need the money <laughs> which is true it wasn't quite the same miracle as in fishermen's but it was certainly appreciated at the time and um, somehow I think God's had his hand on us over the years and uh and we've only had a couple of times when we we weren't paid appropriately um you know of course it can amount to tens of thousands of dollars or maybe even a million (laughs) but you know somehow uh we've always tried to do the right thing by our clients so anyway tom is talking about that relationship uh the black hole of procurement an invoice? Sure, just upload it to our system. Yeah, okay. You know, luckily, most of my work has been done with a handshake. Have you completed vendor onboarding form 16GST5XR? It's the same form as the last three, but in a different font, right? But we but we require it to get paid. Now we're just waiting on 17 VP approvals, right? Yeah. Our payment terms are 120 days after this process finishes. So now you finally finished. Oh, we've just upgraded our system. So you'll have to start all over again. And what Tom's going to talk about is the nature of the relationship between all the teams across the client and agency have a direct impact on the work that comes out. And op- Because oftentimes, you know, the... The ad manager or the VP of marketing or the CMO or, you know, uh, we did ad pitches where even the, the president or the owner of the company was, was in attendance, but you didn't hear from them much after that in the ad agency. You mostly worked with the ad manager at the company and, uh, and oftentimes the attorneys or the, uh, you know, we had a great attorney at musician's friend, um, Dan Smith, and he was one of the best, just at at figuring out ways to to solve problems. And Dan's retired too, uh, but anyway, uh, you know. And those those are just great. It's great when that, that happens. Now, oftentimes I'm working with the CFO directly, so that always helps, because they have a vested interest in in uh, in getting you the money anyway but small areas are often overlooked like how much care is taken in written, writing the briefs by the client how much a, a gauntlet there is to run to get paid absolutely you know i had one client who didn't pay me and uh he said well i'm losing more money than you are so you know it's not that bad <laughs> yeah but when you're a tiny little company it's it all ma- matters Agencies assign their A-teams to brands that inspire them the most. And I hate to say it, but if we have to fight every time there's an invoice, it does take some of the fun out of the relationship. So whether, crea- whether creative collaborations are treated as partnerships to develop or commodities to procure eventually comes through in the work. Okay. Too often the procurement role is transactional or even adversarial and one of the things that tom isn't mentioning here only 15% of agencies characterize the relationship they have with procurement as healthy one of the things that aren't mentioned he's basically talking about get paid but the one of the more recent client one of the more recent clients i had had a clause that said that we would comply now we handle data and that makes it even a worse kettle of fish <laughs> you know there's always Uh, requirements for handling data there were always from the very start handling data in a you know in a secure way but nowadays uh, it's gotten probably it's I mean it's just out of hand so there was a clause that required us to comply with the with the CCPA California Consumer Protection Act which hadn't even been you know (laughs) refined yet they passed it and said we'll figure it out you know as we go Uh, as usual it's the way legislation is written these days uh, and it's in my opinion a criminal a criminal way to write legislation where nobody can read it we just say oh that sounds like a good idea in theory yeah but then somebody writes the details and ccpa is a great example where if a consumer says i don't want to ever get i don't want to ever hear from you again the remedy that ccpa prescribes is to delete their information they don't understand how it works how the world works how marketing works because in the in the uh, in the direct mail industry we've been we've been offering people the, the ability to never be mailed again but the way you, the way you actually execute that is to keep their name and flag it for do not mail because if you don't do that They're going to turn up on some rented list and they're going to get mailed your catalog again, even though it's not from your list, which if you've deleted them Uh, and and now consumers have the right to sue companies, you know, probably with the with the with the legal staff of the state of California, because now you mailed them again and you told and you promised you wouldn't. Never mind that it's a different key code, which proves it's a different list, which has nothing to do with you. Well, you should have known better. You should have done something more. Well, the more that you should have done is kept their name on file. But that's prohibited by the CCPA. Okay, so I pointed that out to the client that, you know, if you really want to solve the consumer's problem, then solve it don't follow the CCPA so I'm never gonna agree to that (laughs) and I didn't and I said you know tough luck they said but we have a new compliance officer said I don't care you know you need this project right now and we need to get started on it luckily that was the case otherwise we might not have gotten it done but they understood what I was saying and I said we will be very very careful we've been around a lot longer than the CCPA has and we're very very careful (laughs) you know but i was at the airport um on the way home from namoa and a printer was explaining to me that they do that they're that drug companies now have a requirement to inform drug you know prescription drug users uh of potential counter medication of you know how to properly take the drug etc and and normally they would just print up A bunch of you know kits information kits that would go to the sales staff the sales staff would then take it out to the uh, field and then the field people would give it to the doctors and the and maybe the pharmacies or at least you know at least the the chain so they could put it in their system and and make sure that it was was given to the patients well, now um, because the doctors, you know, all that's automated. Now the pharmaceutical companies can know who's taking the drug, unlike in the past. But with COVID, there was no way to inform them, and they had a responsibility. And so they, and so they started doing this printer started doing a lot of mail, where they would send it out, send out information kits to the people that had that had. Those prescriptions and um the tricky part is that it's all very uh it's governed by hipaa and by and by data breach and uh she told me that that the data breach the legal uh the legal writing in her contract with this pharmaceutical company is that if they have a data, data breach it's right off the bat it's i don't know what hundred thousand dollars or something even if it's like one piece of mail um and she said we get hundreds of thousands of pdfs that we're supposed to put on the packages and if anything got messed up where a package went to the wrong person one package it would be like a hundred thousand dollars or i think it was even more than that but it was a, a astounding number even if there was no damage to anyone Even if there was no harm caused, you know, if somebody got two information kits instead of just one or something like that. It was still considered a data breach. It came under those laws. So it's gotten really nutty. And she said it really we we really can't operate as businesses in this kind of, you know, where the laws were intended to apply to the merchant or the manufacturer who's making millions or trillions of dollars, billions at least, of dollars on these prescriptions. The, the 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 legislation was aimed at them. And yet, in the contract to do this print job, the printer is asked to assume the liability, even if they aren't creating the information that's going on the packaging. It's coming direct from... The manufacturer and yet they're being they're being asked to bear the liability even though they're not even selling the product right and she said it's very very serious and these are the kinds of issues that procurement is pushing onto the the little businesses like yours and mine i don't know an easy remedy i'm going to write and and at least mention that we that I talked about her. I'm not going to put her name in the regular comments, I'll just write her privately. But anyway, so vendor onboarding, payment terms, how invoices are sim- submitted, and some of these contract issues and data breach issues. And I'm not saying we shouldn't have responsibility to do our job well, but we shouldn't be bearing all the liability as the last touch before it goes to the printer, before it goes to the consumer. So a few of the small day-to-day roadblocks and bottlenecks can sap creative relationship. Excelling at how we work with all of our creative partners can help make marketing campaigns punch harder than their weight. And here's a few cartoons. Welcome to your procurement. Welcome to procurement. We're cutting your fees. We've done a review to, to source an alternative and found a soybean supplier that can deliver for 25% less. But we provide creative services, not soybeans. I'm sure they can figure it out. And that's happened to me quite a few times. You know, the IT department says, well, we can do this. We can do the same thing. And then the marketing people call me and said, well, you know, we gave the contract to our internal people. They said they can do the same thing. I said, did you ask them if they've even asked me what we do? (laughs) You know, do they use hundreds of variables, fully transparent? Have they ever done this thing, done any of this before? You know, we had one IT guy take off a week and and put all the data into a, a brand new Oracle database. And say, see, I did everything the same. Didn't create any new variables. Didn't have any procedure for bulletproof pulling names. But he thought he'd done it just the same. I think he quit after that. Okay, the agency... Brand camp, the agency bid. Now that we've selected your agency as uniquely talented to take our business to the next level, I'll hand you off to our purchasing department to negotiate your rate. Purchasing, soybeans, sugar, cocoa, grain, dairy, nuts, agencies, and other commodities. And that's part of your sales process. Make sure they don't see you as a commodity. (laughs) And here was a really good one. Here's to a collaborative partnership together. By the way our payment terms are net 120 days of demoralizing bureaucracy. And oh you can can you pick up this tab? Yeah, and I had a client that we helped double in size in 3 years. They were 20 years 20-year-old 20 company and it was you know they were 50 million at the start of it. So it wasn't trivial. You know to make that doubling in three years and we didn't have you know everything to do with it but i think we played played a super pivotal role and uh, when they went public they said well we've you know we have we've taken a little while in paying you on some of these invoices but we'll clean all that up if you just drop the rest of what we owe you from the contract and if you don't we're changing the corporation because we're going public so you're out of luck You know, some of my best work, we got treated like that. So Tom's right. Absolutely. It's a serious issue. So anyway, have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.